Big Fluff. Hobo Radio, the official podcast of HoboTrashCan.com. You can share your thoughts on the show anytime by emailing Joel at Murphy's Law at HoboTrashCan.com. This is Lauren Lapkus. You're listening to Hobo Radio. Enjoy it, baby. And now, your host. Miniature dog enthusiast, Joel Murphy. Hello again. I'm Joel Murphy. This is Hobo Radio. And today, a very special bonus episode for all of you. And one that I think you're really going to enjoy because it's a conversation that I really enjoyed. Uh, It is my conversation with Lane Moore, who's a stand-up comedian, writer, actor, and musician. And uh, if you don't know Lane Moore, uh, you, you're missing out. I mean, she she's utterly delightful. I, I first discovered her. She has a very wonderful social media presence, and uh, she's a really fun follow on Twitter. She had a recent viral thread about a laundry guy, which uh, you'll hear uh, in this interview we get into. Uh, it was it, uh, you might have heard about it. It was a guy in her building who ended up folding her laundry in it and it turned into this whole, you know, she had left her laundry in the washing machine and the dryer and he very nicely folded it up and it, it had a very rom-com quality to her, to it. And uh, the way she talked about it, the way she described it, it really captivated people. And so that's been fun. So I got an update on that, but uh, she also, but she uh, just in general it, is someone I was very excited to talk to and I'm going to, in the interest of full disclosure, I'm actually going to pull back the curtain a little bit and let you guys know. Originally when we talked, we talked a little bit longer than what you will hear. In the interview, I started asking her questions and uh, she has a, a book coming out, How to Be Alone. And I haven't read the book yet. And unbeknownst to me, I was, I was actually asking her a lot of questions uh, that are covered in this book. And so very sweetly about 10 minutes in, she she kind of paused and let me know that. So we changed gears and the interview that you're going to hear is primarily about Tender Live, which is uh, the live comedy show that she does where she goes on Tender and, uh, you know, explores people's profiles. It, it's a very funny show that's very popular. She just did a recent tour. Primarily we talk about that and uh, what we kind of agreed is the the original line of questioning that I asked. We actually are going to table that and a little bit closer to when the book comes out, we'll go ahead and I'll follow up with her and we'll get more in depth with that. So this is more just a, you know, a little uh, introduction. And uh, before we go on, I will go ahead and mention the book, How to Be Alone. It'll be released in November. You can order it now uh, on Amazon or, or other book providers and uh, Tender Live. You can follow that. Find out about all those live shows on lanemore.org. But without further ado, 
here is my slightly abridged interview with Lane Moore. Probably the big one is uh, right now is Tender Live. So where did that come from? Like, how did that, uh, like, what was the original, you know, idea for that? And sort of what were, you know, how did that manifest? Yeah. Um, so I've, um, I've been online dating for like most of my life, which is a whole other story. But um, like more of my life than you think. <laughs> um, but uh so basically, um, you know, when a couple years ago, I guess four and a half years ago, about something like that, um, Tinder was kind of like just really, really picking up steam. And it was like at a point, this was like 2014, I guess. And it was at a point where like, it was really, really like everybody had it. It was the kind of like, you just couldn't, I don't remember when it came out. I think it like came out in like 2012, but it was like by the time 2014, 2013 hit, it was like, it was on everybody's phone. And I'm talking about this like this was like 70 years ago, but <laughs> but it feels like this was a very long time ago. But um, so I was in my apartment at the time. I had two roommates, um, and I came out, and they were both on Tinder at the exact same time, and didn't even realize it. And they were just sitting at the table on Tinder together, and I was like, okay, what is this app? Like, I'm I'm in. I'll I I get it. Like, if if, if you're both separately on Tinder at the same time and you didn't even realize it, this is hit a peak. I'll check it out. So I signed up for Tinder in that moment and literally like one, maybe two profiles in, I was like, can I go get my camera? Can I shoot us going on like Tinder live together? And like, cause this is really funny and I really like this. And so, um, then a few more profiles in, I was like, guys, what if I made this like a comedy show? Like, this is just so obviously a comedy show to me. We could have the profile on screen and you know, the audience could vote whether I said right or left and you know, it would just be this super interactive thing. And I'd talk to guys in real time and I'd it'd be like mystery science theater, but with Tinder. And like, I just, you know, and, and fortunately both my roommates were like, Oh my God, like make that happen right now. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think it could be cool. And they're like, no, seriously, like go do this. And I was like, okay. So I like went into my room and I'm like editing the footage to like, you know, get that on. And um for the video and like I started brainstorming like what would the show look like what would it be and like that same night you know pitched it to comedy theaters and um you know then not long after like did the first show and then they just like started selling out so fast even though I hadn't really told anyone about them and I remember like I think it was the first or second show I don't remember but it was like first show you know we didn't really tell anybody about I put up a bunch of flyers and the second one I started getting messages from people and they were like everyone in my office is going to Tinder live tonight they're all talking about how they're going to your show and I was like what really that's cool and I get there and it's just sold sold out super packed and I was like this is nuts <laughs> that's not how it works like building a show like I have been producing and running and doing comedy shows for so long but that's not how that works like that's just not it, so it just it picked up steam so fast and you know, now I tour all over uh, the U.S. with it, and soon it'll be international. And like, I do the show every single month at Littlefield in Brooklyn, and it's just crazy. <laughs> uh, but not because you know it's, it's really great. I'm not excited. 
Well, I, I'm curious because uh, I, I feel like the the trickiest thing with that show is finding the right tone, you know, and I think that that because oh, yeah. you don't want to be cynical, like it'd be easy. And, and I'm sure someone's approach might be to just like, you know, try to mock the whole thing. But you do it with this sincerity that I think is kind of, uh, you know, like, I don't know, like I said, I, I think that's a tricky balance to, to try to find. Was that something that you had to try to like adjust as you went? Kind of. Yeah, kind of. Because you know, I knew that I wanted it to be a really good natured show because you don't want to, you know, like if I was doing the show and like you came up on the screen and like, if I was being like, what a piece of shit, like, I don't know that you're a piece of shit. I don't know that. (laughs) So we really, um, on every panel, it's like, I have to be, I'm the one who's, I'm like the keeper of the tune. So I have to be the one who's like the most, who's the least cynical, who's the most optimistic. I really go in believing that every single guy, unless like he makes it really explicit that he's not, is a good dude who just doesn't know that his profile is coming off the wrong way. So I really do take that and like run with it as fast as I as fast and far as I can. And unless someone's like openly super hateful, it's it's such a gentle show. And I love how often I get guys who are like my friend told me I was on Tinder Live do a video. That sounds so funny. That's so cool. And I'm like, oh, I don't, but like, I guess I'll just have to come to the show. <laughs> but <laughs> like, it's, yeah, it's, it's, I think that was a big, that was a big part of it because in anybody else's hands, I know it would be this super mean show, but to me, then it wouldn't be funny. Like it's only funny when it's playful and it's good natured. And like, because you can feel like, I always kind of, I feel like now that this show is well known and people know that it's such a genuine, like good natured show, people know, but I know for a while it was like, Oh, that sounds really mean. That sounds like it'd be mean. And I'm like, and that was the thing I had to like kind of fight against. It was like, no, 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 I promise. Like just come see the show. It's not. And, and because, you know, people in a lot of ways are really kinder, I think than, than you would think. Um, because if anything in the show, like I definitely noticed in the beginning, if like a panelist or something would say something that was a little bit on the meaner side, I can feel it when the audience is like, oh, I don't like that. Like, so, you know, you think that it's going to be this like group of people, like at the freaking like Coliseum or something, just being like, kill him. <laughs> and it's really not like people don't, that's, I think that's the, I'm really glad that those aren't the, the audiences. Like every now and again, there's like one person who's like, I don't like Greg! Left! And you're like, what did Greg do to you, ma'am? But, <laughs> but, you know, and I always, but I'll always take that as an educational moment and remind them like, look, I don't know what you're bringing to the table about Greg, but we don't know Greg and Greg could be wonderful. And we just have to like move on with our lives. Like it doesn't matter. Well, and I think that that perhaps is what connects and, and maybe why the, the sh- show blew up so much is that, you know, there is this vulnerability to online dating. And I think there's a, a vulnerability yeah. to a lot of the work that you do. And I think that's why people connect with you. And so, yeah, I, I think that, that there needs to be like a, a trust or like a taking care of, of everyone. Totally. Yeah. Well, because I also like I try to make myself. You know, I, I, I've definitely heard um, people say about Tinder Live that, like, 
I'm more likely to like make fun of myself or like, you know, I'm just as likely to make fun of myself on the show. Like I'm, I don't come at it for me. Like I'm perfect in online dating and who are all these morons? Like, no, I'm a human being as well. And like, I try to, I try to see kind of all sides and I, I, you know, I, I'm not perfect on my dating either. Like, or I wouldn't, you know, be single or who knows? I mean, I'm not meant to be someone on my date. I can't know. So, but like, I, you know, dating kind of easier for me on, on, on Tinder. Let me, I can tell you that right now because it involves two people. So even if you know everything, like, you know, the right way to do it, the other person does it. I just, I don't know. I just, I wish I could. I mean, and that's, that's, I think, Honestly, that is a larger goal of Tinder Life for sure, which is that, that you know, the guys who come to the show who are, like, really awesome, good dudes um, will watch the show and be like, oh, I shouldn't say or do that because I look like a dick. <laughs> like, I do want that. And then maybe it's, like, creating better boyfriends for people. Like, that would make me very happy. I don't know if it'll boomerang to, boomerang around to me, but, you know, you know. <laughs> Uh, but no, that that is a sort of yeah. It's, it's an important thing to realize that yeah, a lot of people have no idea what they're putting out into the world, and yeah. yeah, if you come at it from a point of just you know like sort of mocking them or attacking them, then that shuts it down. Versus at least giving them an opportunity to you know, and then if you give them that opportunity and they you go oh no it actually you you were intending this this is what you wanted to put out then right exactly and sometimes that's the case but it's just like you know it's it's just it's like i just want it to be a less frustrating if you look at it like okay in theory we're all on there because we want to make a specific kind of connection so like how how can like i help facilitate us making a better connection and people like being more clear about what they want because even like as an online leader myself, I'm constantly like, fuck, like how do I figure out what you actually want? So I can know if it's in line with what I actually want instead of like doing this thing where like we talk for a week and then go out on a bunch of stupid dates. And I realize you want something that's totally incompatible with what I want. Like, how do I do that faster? <laughs> and you know, I think part of it is like people need to put it in their profile kind of thing. And I don't know, but it's, it's just a larger thing because when it comes down to it, like so many people don't actually know what they want. And I think that's the reason a lot of people are frustrated with online dating. <laughs> uh, do you find that it plays differently in different cities? Like the, the type of people that you get or the, the type of audiences, like the, is it a different show? Um, no, I would say you would be surprised how similar it is in the best way where like you realize like, cause you know, I, I told myself, like, oh, I bet in smaller towns, like, and by smaller towns, I mean, like, smaller than New York City, which is, like, every town. <laughs> but, you know, I bet in towns outside of, like, let's say New York and L.A., um, I bet, you know, maybe Tinder's not as popular, maybe people aren't as frustrated because, like, everybody there wants a relationship, which I know was naive to think, but I, I thought that. I mean, I think, I think a lot of us think that. It's like, oh, in smaller towns, like, it's just easier to read people and people want something great and they find someone easily and you know, you think, you tell yourself that it's got to be like that. And then you get there and you're like, oh, my God, everyone's upset. Like, everyone, <laughs> everyone's struggling. Everybody's, you know, and I talk to people all over the country and men and women, and they're just like, oh, it's awful. Like, you just, like, dating now, it's just 
so complicated and, and, and you don't know what people actually want and you don't know like what you're supposed to do and you don't know, like, it's just, it's, it's a mess everywhere, which is really wonderful. Um, you know, for someone who's trying to bring a, a comedy <laughs> show about dating all over the country because it resonates so hardcore. The only thing that's different is, um, you know, my, when I, now, like what the thing is there like when you go to washington dc it's like everyone's in politics everyone's a politician like everyone <laughs> on there is so funny it's just like i work for the pentagon i work for the white house and you're like oh my god um it's just like everyone <laughs> um and then you go to like uh you go to portland and like everyone's football photos are in the woods and it's like <laughs> you know i love seeing the like that's where the differences are is like you see you know, in the same way that, like, in New York City, it'd be, like, you know, photos of people at, like, maybe the Highline or something like that. And, you know, in L.A., maybe it's, like, an IMDb <laughs> Just a headshot. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, because I will say, like, when I when I do it in L.A., like, you do get a decent number of those. And you're like, okay, word, word, word. <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, those are my favorite differences. But it's not different in any sort of fundamental way. Do you worry about the, or do you think about the longevity of the show? Like what happens if, I don't know, you end up in a relationship or if, uh, I don't know, Tinder stops <laughs> being uh, a go-to app or like, do you think in those sort of terms of like what happens? I do. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like that's, that's, that's always, always been in my mind. I think anytime you really love something, you're going to think about what if it ends. Like, I think about that with my dog all the time. Like, I'm constantly cuddling her and being like, one day you will die. <laughs> and, like, I'm very aware. Um, and, you know, with Tinder Live, it's like, yeah, I've absolutely thought about those things. But here's the way I look at that. One, I've absolutely been in relationships while doing Tinder Live. I absolutely, that is absolutely, that's never been anything that's been a problem because the show doesn't, you know, the basis of the show isn't, you know, finding Lane a boyfriend. Like, that's not the basis of the show. So it's like, even if I was, you know, even if I was in a relationship or something like that, you know, I don't think it changes anything because it's still a comedy show. You know what I mean? So it's like, to me, that doesn't really change anything. I think, um, and also it's like, you know, when I'm on the show, like the guys I'm talking to, are not like really nice, beautiful, wonderful guys who like I would actually date because that's not, that's not that funny to watch. And like, I don't want to, and that's, I don't want to talk to those guys. Like I want to talk to like the example I always use is like a white guy with cornrows. whose name is amen. Like that's what I'm talking <laughs> to. So I could talk to that guy, single, married, whatever. <laughs> and it'd be hilarious. So, and then in terms of the other thing, like, First of all, like, let's say this, like, magical new app came out. I could totally do it with that app. You know, you could really do it with any app. The real the real reason that, you know, Tinder's the one that I started with. Um, and Tinder's the one that is the one that seems to have the most people who are around and right back real fast. Because it's just got so many people on it. So, like, some of the people are like, why don't you do it on Bumble? I'm like, what difference does it make? <laughs> like, what? Why? Why? Do you, want, do you think it's different there? It's not. I've used them all. Like, it doesn't really matter. Like, I could do it on it. It wouldn't change anything. I don't know. It'd be like the difference of, like, telling Joe about Burger King and McDonald's. It's like, who cares? It's, they're, they're the same. It's, you know, give me the same result. You're making jokes about burgers. 
a really weird example, but it seems right to me. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I know you don't have a lot of time left, but I, I feel like uh, I, I should, since I have you, ask if, you know, about the laundry guy. I, I know that that was such a... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like that that's the the question that you seem to get asked the most <laughs> from what I see online is like... It is. And because I've been, because I've been so busy, I haven't had time. I have so many updates that, like, I deeply want to tell the internet... So many that I'm overwhelmed <laughs> because it's tough to when like you, you know, I have like a, I have a, a Patreon account and like I posted an update on there for like my Patreon subscriber people because partly because, um, you know, they a lot of times will like get stuff before I put it online, but also partly because it's so much easier to write out like a long paragraph saying what happened as opposed to like blocking out a freaking tweet thread like it's just <laughs> it's so much worse to be like okay so i'll break it up here i'll break it up here and then i'll break it up here and like i know that might not sound like a lot but like i've just had so much going on that i've been like all right lane when you get a second to like eat and shower then you can tell the internet about laundry <laughs> but you know but they're they're good they're really lovely updates and it's also like i want to take photos happen and it's like I gotta remember all the details of like oh yeah that happened first and this happened first and you know I saw like the the thread um that went viral the other day about like the girl on the plane and I think like that's much easier to to do because it's it's happening in a finite amount of time this is a guy who lives in my friggin' building like (laughs) (laughs) this is not just happening for two hours like I was keeping that thread updated for, for several days over the course of like months, like I kept that going. But now at this point, I'm like, okay, there are updates, but I'm, I've got a lot going on. <laughs> I can't make this like my full-time job or it's just like talking about this. But don't get me wrong. It's also so lovely. And like the fact that, cause it's one of those things where like the beautiful thing about the laundry guy situation is that, um, it was one of those things where I almost didn't tweet it. I almost was like, is this something only I think is cool? You know what I mean? Like that happened to me fairly frequently where I'm like, what if no one gets this? What if everyone's like big deal? You know, like I'll just think like, I, I don't, you know, I don't know. Um, and was like, you know what? Screw it. And I got to tell you, nine times out of ten, the ones that I'm like, maybe I shouldn't, no one cares, are the ones that everyone cares about. So <laughs> I always try to push past that because it's just my most popular tweets almost always were were like that. I was like, no one's gonna who want who wants to hear about this? And it's like so many people, Lane. What's wrong with you? But yeah, so I will. Um, more more of those updates are forthcoming, but they're they're good updates. They're not like he's dead now. <laughs> that would be a crazy <laughs> twist. <laughs> Some sort of laundry related mishap too. Like there's an irony to it. <laughs> like he's exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh, something happened in the basement. That's why I'm waiting to tell you guys. <laughs> you can handle it. I'll tell you. I'll tell you later. They found him with a note in his pocket confessing his love for me. <laughs> this is <the> last. <laughs> exactly, but it was a bomb. Like no. <laughs> I was put there by an ex-girlfriend. It just like gets really like weird, like a telenovela. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it was a Tide Pod, but with an explosive. <laughs> no. 
It doesn't go there. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully. I would just now. I'm sorry, but I am hoping for you that all of that just gets taken out of context in some really lazy, like you know, one of those like clickbait articles. Lane more updates. You know, Tide Pod kills laundry guy. You know, like. Oh my god, totally. No, I don't need that to happen. They're they're nice. They're nice boys. I refer to them as the laundry as laundry men, really, because there's the guy I thought was laundry guy, and then there's the guy who actually was laundry guy. And so that's interesting to me. That like kind of makes it even more like a rom-com. Yeah, no, that's definitely, yeah, there's like a, you know, what is it? The Cyrano de Bergerac kind of quality to it of like. Oh my God. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And it's it's also a little bit like while you were sleeping. <laughs> yeah, totally. It wasn't, it wasn't like that where it was like, you she just... thinks that she likes this guy, but it's like actually this other guy and. Yeah, because he is that the one where he's in the coma? Is that that one? Like, yeah, it yeah, is. and then she falls yeah. in love with the friend who's visiting him. Yeah, that all sounds vaguely familiar. <laughs> like that's, I think. Yeah, it it was great. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, it was good. All right. Well, um, I I don't want to take too much more of your time, but I, I just want to see, is there anything else uh, that we didn't touch on that you want to make sure to mention or, or anything like that? I'm trying to think. I mean, when is when is this going to go up? Uh, it'll probably be like the week of the 18th. Okay, cool. Um, I mean, I guess like um, if you want, if you want to put like um, you know, you can link to like the, maybe the, the Tinder live, like Facebook or Instagram or something for dates. Cause that'll be after the next Tinder live. Cause the next one is next Saturday. Um, but I guess, I guess I'll say like, I'm going, I'm going back on tour with Tinder live in the fall. So like those, those dates are coming up and like, I have a mailing list for dates so they can just, you know, follow all of the things but um but yeah i guess maybe like we could yeah we could also mention since i know i mentioned early in the interview um you know about pre-ordering the book from you know wherever wherever you buy books from <laughs> of course um, yeah local book people <laughs> no if you don't type it as book people i will lose it <laughs> Yeah, your local book people. That's where you get books. There you go. My interview with Elaine Moore. And she is the best. Uh, I, I really enjoyed chatting with her. And uh, definitely looking forward to the book myself and uh, looking forward to speaking to her again down the line. And if you enjoyed it, if this is your first time checking out uh, the podcast or checking out hobotrashcan.com, please go check out the archives, see the other interviews I have. Uh, a lot of, if you like Lane Moore, you're going to like other people that we've spoken to. Just go ahead, check it out. And to wrap things up this week, uh, I'm actually gonna play a song by. I'm actually gonna play a song by Lane's band. It was Romance. Uh, the song, Philadelphia. So I hope you enjoy it. And remember, kids, question everything. I'll do tonight. You picked up the phone on the first string. I wanted to tell you everything, but it was too sad. 
Your questions were great. I just like every time you were asking the questions at the beginning, I was like, all these are in the book. But no. <laughs> Hobo Radio is a production of hobotrashcan.com. If you enjoyed the show, please rate or review it on iTunes. Hear more great shows on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network, like this one. We have to ask. It's a podcast where we answer the question Are you going to eat that? What will you leave behind? Why get out of bed? Will you be our neighbor? I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. We're two hosts. Infinite Universes. We We Have have to Ask. New interviews every Tuesday. Find us on iTunes or online at wehavetoask.com or with the other great podcasts on the Peak Sloth Network at peaksloth.com. Peaksloth.